Ding dong. I woke up confused and disoriented, but when the realization of my nighttime visitor processed, all I could harbor in my mind was anger. It was the middle of the night. Did they not understand the concept of sleep? Even with the planet's longer days, I still needed a good few hours more for my daily duties, and this bastard was just going to show up and ruin all of that? The nerve. I shuffled out of bed as groggily as one does when awakened in the middle of the night, my eyes nearly crusted over with gunk, my knees unwilling to bend even more than a single degree. Luckily, it wasn't a long way to the door. Sometimes I wished it was, but not tonight. There was nothing to trip over, nothing save the inky black darkness of what should have been oblivion. I consulted the panel first. Nothing. Must have short-circuited in the past few days, and I'd simply been too tired to notice, or too lazy to remember. Good thing I had that peephole installed. Archaic as the lady herself, but it did the job just fine, and the job... <laughs> uh. It was no figure I recognized, but it it was a figure, covered in as many blankets and coats as one needed to survive the nights here. Standard stuff, but it didn't put me any less on edge. In the shadow of the figure's cloak, I couldn't make out their face, but I knew they had a face. We all have faces. May I come in? The figure asked in a brash, masculine voice, although... I'm not sure if it was the figure's voice. It sounded warped in the recoil, like a Matterborn's recording after being transcribed a thousand times over, or the voice of one who has done something so many times that it is no longer a task to them, but merely a state of being. Needless to say, I didn't like it. Do I know you? I asked, incredulously. The voice did sound familiar, true, and... I knew the figure's shape from somewhere, some old tale or from the corner of my eye at the supermarket. But we were not friends. I, I knew that. The figure raised their arms as though gearing up to embrace me through the door. It had hands, yes, but a color I simply couldn't make out. Of course you know me. I came to you years ago, someplace far away, to a person much different. Do you not remember your good friend? No. I said. All my friends have names. You don't need to know my name to remember, the figure said. It was right. I, I didn't. I didn't need to know its name. I never did. Why have you come here? I asked. To free you, of course, the creature stated matter-of-factly. Free me from what? What are the shackles bound about me? I asked. A little chuckle but it was not happy. What do you have to look forward to? The hunched man said. I, I, I think it was a man. Probably. What do you have that drags you out of bed in the morning, that compels you to go to sleep at night? What do you have? What even are you? I didn't want to answer. I, I wanted to call the colony of 40s, have one of their units round this man up, but I knew... I, I knew this was no man. There would be no authorities. There was nowhere to go. There was simply here and now. And I would answer the figure's questions. After all, they were polite, sort of. They deserved a modicum of respect. What do I have to look forward to? I 
I, I, I don't know, I answered. And each day the world and the universe take close disaster, all by your apathy, little fool. It is you who causes it. It is you who unravel. But I started. I, I, I wasn't the cause of the benefactors, and things were getting better, right? If not for myself, then for others. But at least, at least for them. But I didn't say that. I, I, I said nothing. But you did not give birth to the gods who ravaged creation. Is that what you are about to say? Fool. The small always think themselves small when they are not. The gods craft the little beings. The little beings craft the gods. Neither exists without the other. So as you live and breathe, you are at fault always. You know this. You are the cause of the feast. Yes, I, I did know this, but I also knew that my bed was warm and that the night was cold. There was nothing for me outside. <laughs> the wise man coughed. The second question, if you may. There is nothing that drags me out of the bed in the morning, save habit, I answered. A smile exists somewhere in there, a smile that I couldn't see, but it wasn't happy. Yes, nothing but habit. You work because you feel you must. You go home because you feel you must. You sleep because you feel you must. But do you actually? No, no, I didn't. These were things that I didn't have to do. I was my own entity. I had always been so. I would always be so. But this choice is mine to make, I said, unaware of the choice itself. The smile deepened. I could feel the things being bared somewhere, anywhere, everywhere. Then why do you sleep? The thing asked. I knew it wanted me to say out of compulsion, but... I spit in the face of the gods, always, even the friendly ones. I sleep because I dream, because there is beauty in that dream, because there is beauty here. I wish to be all things and nothing at the same time, I answered. I could feel the saliva trickling down the beast's maw, pitter-pattering against the doorstep, but maybe not against the doorstop. The beauty is inseparable from the pain, and is that way because you made it so the thing said. Yes. This was the right answer. It had always been right. Then what do you have? The thing asked. The beast wanted me to say nothing. But that's not what I said. Everything. I have myself. I have my world. I have my mind, my ideas, my songs, my poems, my struggle, my time, the blood running through my body. I have all these things and countless more, and here and in the dream, I am. The beast was behind me now. I could feel its saliva on my leg, smelling of cod tinged with medical alcohol and lice shampoo. Then what are you? The thing asked. I am a gnat, and that is good. No hesitation. If the beast had a tongue, I would have felt it slide sandpaper-like across my skin. Kneel before me, Nat. Join me. We might not join the feast, but we shall put a stop to it, and everything else. That, at least, will be fun. Thanks, but no thanks. I shut the door all the way and stumbled back into bed. Wait, wait, wait a second. When was the door opened? 
<laughs> whatever. <laughs> the beast kept knocking, night after night, asking similar questions. Life was still hard, I still had nowhere to go, no one to hold my hand when I went. But I still had myself, I still had my world, and I still had my dreams. I was a gnat, and the gnat never dies. It came to show me I was worthless. That my worth could only be derived from that sanguine sacrifice of ending the feast and joining at the same time. It wanted me to blaspheme against the gods, but truly I would have only blasphemed against myself. There was always another path forward. It might have been the Aviri who lifted me up in the end, who sat me on a course for the betterment of eternal creation. But I would have found that path on my own eventually at some point, because I knew, because I understood. I am, and you are too. Though the gods pit us against each other, they are always weak enough where, with a little bit of thought, we can forge our own peace. I stopped answering the door at night, and the beast stopped showing up. I got plenty of good rest after that, at least until the hunter showed up. When the one who isn't comes knocking, answer the door. Contemplate its proposition, but then remember that glowing eternal truth inside your spirit, that you are and always will be. There is always another path.